But back to the news. Uh, the Ministry of Health and Ashley Bloomfield has finally announced changes as to how our COVID-19 deaths are to be reported and as to how we're going to survey for uh, how much uh, of the virus is in the community. Uh, People will now be included in the death toll if they died because of their COVID-19 infection or where it was a contributing factor, not if they died with the COVID. Previously, it was anyone who had died within 28 days of having a COVID infection, even if they got run over by a truck. They're also going to bring in uh, survey testing. This is random surveying uh, to try and figure out exactly how many people actually have COVID in our community. Now, we asked Director General of Health, Dr. Ashley Bloomfield, to talk with us. He was unavailable, and we thought it was also going to be one of the last times we ever chat to the man. He leaves next week. Uh, So with us now, for some reason and for some reaction, is ACT Party leader David Seymour, who's been saying this all along, haven't you, David? Yeah, good day, Andrew, and that's true. I mean, go back to March 2020, I said there should be planned epidemiological surveys to get a sense of what the overall prevalence of COVID is. Um, I've asked multiple times various ministers of health and COVID-19 how many of the people in hospital are there because of COVID or how many are there with COVID, and the same for death. I think it's part of a, a wider theme that the government has an obligation to collect accurate information and share it with people in real time. Mm. That allows people to shut down the fear factory and our country to rejoin the rest of the world. But the other thing it does is it builds trust. And people are going off and believing all sorts of theories about what's really going on in the world and with COVID. And I think that part of that um, is that they don't trust what the government's given them because even though taxpayers own the government's data, uh, they've typically made us sit through the first 20 minutes of Jacinda's speech before they reveal it to us. Yes, um, it, it does smack of shooting yourself in the foot. And I know this as I was a host of Talkback and, then, and, and news programs as well. And you mentioned a number and people say, well, is that because of or is that with? And you can't answer it. And so that, as you quite rightly uh, say, breeds mistrust. So in a way, it actually wasn't a positive thing for the fight against COVID at all. No, and, you know, COVID's important, but it's not everything. Another thing that we need is trust in institutions. And, you know, that word that the Labour Party likes so much is social cohesion. I I call it unity. Um, I I think the way that they have dealt with data, both in what they've been prepared to collect and the way that they've been able to share it uh, has actually led to distrust. But it's also led to a lot of fear because given the chance, uh, they've typically described it as a tricky virus or a killer virus or various other words we need to stay home and save lives and unite against. And that has created a a fortress mentality, uh, which I don't think has set us up well as the rest of the world is moving on from COVID-19. We've got an abundance of caution that's turned into an abundance of costs. Yeah, it has, but I'm not sure the world has totally moved on. We're getting all sorts of news around the place of people bringing back uh, mask mandates. I know Germany's on the verge of it. The infection rate is up there. Uh, But again, it comes back to that mistrust of government uh, because they didn't tell us the whole story of the infection. Even if having the mask on is actually the right thing to do, people mistrust that as well. Yeah, and I'll give them them some slack on the masks. It is more difficult to know how effective they are because you basically need two communities side by side, one with masks and one without, Mm. to test the transmissibility of each new strain as it comes along. So there's a lot of conflicting evidence, and that's dogged, I think, everyone throughout it. But I'll just 
tell you. Yeah. Well, we're not yeah. here to talk about masks. Let's not get derailed because yeah. it's so easy to. And <laughs> I know mm. uh, COVID is a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, let's talk about the fact that they're now bringing in survey testing. So they're going to have a random group of people that they survey. They're going to find these people and they'll be able to properly ad- uh, address how many people have the infection in the community. They already have a small group down in Wellington. Based on the results of that, they believe that the infection rate is twice as much as being officially announced. But you know what? That's interesting because when you compare infection rate with mortality and hospitalisation, that also now minimises the impact of COVID. Well, certainly there's a difference between the fatality rate, the number of people die that we know had it, and the infection fatality rate, the number of people died that had it overall this uh, is the number we tested now look, I'm always in favour of more data and letting people decide and make up their mind uh, what's interesting is Rayco Science the uh, saliva testing company that's been shunned by the government throughout this pandemic uh, I've been publishing the percentage of people they test at their various sites on LinkedIn for the last few months. So, mm. you know, this data has been available. Yeah. But unfortunately, the government is just totally opposed to private uh, partnering with private businesses. And that, that's been another failing of the response throughout where I think we could have done better.